Yeah, Friday! You have reached episode 31 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening to me on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. Man, oh man. Thank God it's Friday. Here we are. Another week gone by. I got a good show for you guys today. I hope you enjoy it. So, let's just get into this. Journey updates. All right, guys. I had a great week this week. I am down 1.2 pounds this week. For the month of March, I am down 6.4 pounds for a total of 123.8 pounds down. The pounds remaining to get to the milestone of minus 125 pounds is 1.2 pounds to go. I mean, could I hit it this week? I don't know, but we're sure going to try. Pounds to get to the 253-pound goal is 18.8 pounds. Now, if you have, if this is your first episode, the 253-pound goal I have is because it stems back to middle school, and uh, I weighed that much in middle school, and it it came along with a lot of bullying, and I feel like getting to 253 and getting under it is very important toward uh, developing my mindset in this journey. I call it breaking a chain, an anchor. And I get into this in other episodes of what an anchor is in in your life and what it means to break the chains. So the pounds remaining to get to my big goal, which was to lose 200 pounds and then reevaluate my life at that point, I am 76.2 pounds away from that. We are doing great. I mean, there's really nothing, nothing to be complaining about. I am very happy with the current state of things. I haven't changed anything food-wise. Exercise, I have definitely upped my game a little bit, but that is going to be more so because of the changes I made in some stuff, uh, some purchases uh, recently. And I'm going to get into that in today's topic. So, for today's topic, we're going to talk about the importance of good footwear. Especially once you start moving 
and exercising in your journey. So first I'm going to start with telling you about how I used to, up until this weekend, how I used to see buying a pair of shoes. (laughs) My theology in buying shoes, because I'm a big guy, okay? And because of the way I walk, because of my gait and my size, I destroy, destroy shoes. And I do this with an efficiency that is, (laughs) it's basically unmatched. I, I mean, they should use me to test out sneakers when, when companies are making them because I destroy them. Destroy. But I always said because I destroy the shoe, I'm not going to spend a lot of money on it. And I would always look for shoes under $50 if I could. But the maximum I would spend is $50. So I was always, I mean, in the beginning of all this, I, I was buying New Balance regularly, New Balance shoes. And then um, the New Balance I had, they worn out and I didn't have time to go really go buy other shoes. So I started wearing, because I keep, you know, like for, to run around, I have Skechers that I just kind of slip on and go. So I said, yeah, maybe I should wear those in the walk until I could get the next pair of New Balance or whatever. So I did that and it was going okay. I was, I was doing fine or whatever it was. And then someone said to me, you got to get a pair of Brooks. So I went and looked at the Brooks for the first time and I saw right away how much a pair of Brooks costs. And I'm like, and I'm, sh- I'm sure they're, at the time, I'm saying, I'm sure it's a great shoe, but I'm not spending that kind of money. So I went crazy, and I ended up finding a pair of Brooks that was like on clearance and all this stuff, and I bought it. It was still more than I would have paid. I want to say it was like $69, $70, something like that. And I wore them, and they were good. I was fine with them. They did the job. The one thing that... I remember the most when I first put them on is the size of the area where your toes go. I remember feeling like there was so much room (laughs) in this area. And I realized I later come to learn that this area is called the toe box. I had no idea, no idea that there were terms like this. And from what I understand, nobody knows the area until they're trying to look for something serious in fitness. That's when they learned what toe box means. And that's how, that's exactly how it happened to me. But I I loved the airiness of the shoe as well. Because it was like made of this, um, I don't know if it was nylon or this, this fabric, mesh fabric or something like that. But the air would... I'd be walking and I'd feel the breeze not only hit me in the face, I'd feel it hit my toes because the breeze was going into the shoe. And I thought that was amazing. I I just thought that was an awesome feeling because I never once felt that in my life. I said, oh my God, I like that. So anyway, that, that I dealt with that and I said, okay, well, if I have to buy like last year's model on clearance of Brooks, 
going forward, I'll do that. No problem. I'll spend an extra, because if my normal was 50 and then this time I spent 70 all right, fine, $20. $20 for that airy feel in the toes and the extra room in the toe area, I'll, I'll do with that. But we're, I got um, an article here from Livestrong.com, and I took a little bits and bits and pieces from it about the proper the, the importance of shoe of getting the proper shoe for the job when you're trying to exercise. So the American Orthopedic Foot and Ankle Society recommends that you, the type of shoe you choose depend on the sport you mo- you're most active in. If you perform a certain type of exercise three times a week or more, choose the corresponding sports shoe. And then McKinley Health Center recommends that you try on shoes in the afternoon or evening after your workout as your feet are the largest at these times. Choosing a proper shoe can help to protect you against the common issues associated with your type of workout. Good shoes can lessen the impact of your step and cushion the foot from heavy landings. In addition, the sport or exercise-specific shoes can improve your performance, enabling, for example, a quick direction changes. I'm not, gonna, I'm not reading this entire article, and I may, in my show notes in the description here, I'll have a, a link to the article if you'd like to read the whole thing, but I just took little bits and pieces of everything. And finally, according to Michigan State University, running shoes should be replaced every three, 350 to 500 miles. If you run 20 miles a week, this means you should replace your shoes every 20 to 25 weeks. And I never, I never, ever paid attention to stuff like this because I was never exercising. Never exercising. And it just... If I bought two pairs of sneakers a year, fine. Once every six months, fine. I wasn't spending more than 50 bucks. It didn't bother me. I remember one time I bought two pair because it was on sale for $30. And I said, oh, I like this shoe so much. I'm just going to keep the, the other new pair on the shelf for when it comes time. You know, like buy in bulk. <laughs> That's how bad I was. I mean, I was pretty bad. But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'll tell you a little bit about my shoe shopping experience this, this time around to replace for my most recent shoe. So stick with me. Don't go anywhere. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, Search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. All of our other social media links can be found at www.therantingweightwatcher.com. You can also email the show, say hello, or share your story with us. Send your emails to therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. If this is your first time here and you enjoyed the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We are proud to announce that the Ranting Weight Watcher has been rated number 6 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers Podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, 
please leave a 4-star or 5-star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. So, so far today, we're talking about the importance of good footwear for when you start moving on your journey and you want to drop some extra pounds by getting some exercise in. So I want to tell you a little something about an experience I had this past weekend. I ordered this pair that looked pretty cool. It comes in the mail and I'm like, okay, so tomorrow I'll take my first walk with the brand new pair. And I went to take it out on Friday night to, you know, get it, get them all laced up and everything else like that, get them prepared for the next day. And when I pulled them out of the box, I was like, what the heck is this? There are two different shoes in the box. <laughs> so, I mean, they're both white, right? And you know what? In reality, it was meant to be this way. I didn't realize it, but they're, they're patriotic shoes. So one sneaker is white and blue with some red accents, and the other sneaker is white and red with some blue accents. And they have like stars and stripes and all this other stuff. And I thought, you know, my initial viewing of it was that it was two different shoes. They somehow put a left and a right of two different shoes in the the box. But then come to find out the women's pair of the same shoe that I ordered has the picture showing you that it's two different shoes you're going to be getting if you order this pair of shoes. And I went and made sure, okay, did I order the women's pair by accident? No, I didn't. I ordered the men's pair. (laughs) But in the men's section, they only showed you one of the two. They didn't show you both shoes and show you how they were different. So I'm like, all right, I'm not wearing two different sneakers. Sorry. I understand it's like this, you know, patriotic thing, but I'm not wearing two different sneakers. And then on top of that, I tried them on and they were a lot more snug than I'd like them to be. So decided to return them. But I knew I could not go another day on the Brooks that I was wearing because I was starting to turn my ankle, uh, my left ankle, every time I stepped down on the shoe because there's no support in the heel part. My whole ankle was turning like I was going to sprain my ankle at some point if I kept using the shoe. So I said, all right, I got to bite this one. I just got to go to the Dick Sporting Goods near my house here and see what they got. Okay, so I go. And of course, I know now I'm going to be paying way more, way more than the uh, 95 that I was going to pay. I just know it, right? So I'm looking and nine and a half wide is what I'm looking for. Right? Because all my life, my foot has been, I've needed a wide shoe. So I found one pair of Brooks for $130 that came nine and a half wide. And they were the Ghost. They were, so there's, Brooks has different names for different models. 
the model in, the model I was leaving that I was throwing out was called the launch. The model that I was going to or what was about to buy is called the ghost. So I, I put them on. They feel all right. They feel fine. No, no complaints, really. And I said to myself, you know, I'm walking around in them a little bit in the store. I'm looking at all the other ones. I end up finding one more pair that was nine and a half wide. It was black. Uh, I, I want to say they were also ghosts, but I'm not completely sure, so don't quote me on it. I tried those on. Wasn't much of a difference, but the other pair was more generic. It was just gray and black accents, whatever. So I then decided, why don't I try getting a normal nine and a half? Because the normal, the nine and a half medium was everywhere. Okay. So I put it on. I left the right shoe with the ghost that was nine and a half wide. And then I tried to find the same shoe that was nine and a half that was not wide. And I put it on the left. When I had the two shoes on, there was so little difference in the two of them that I said, you know what? All the, all the possibilities open now. Forget, forget nine and a half wide. We put that. I left, it, I left the right shoe on for that moment. And I went looking for every shoe that I liked the way it looked nine and a half wide. I mean, nine and a half medium. And so I left the ghost on the right foot. And I started trying on different shoes. Long story short, I come to the Glycerin. The Glycerin 19 is the name of the model. And I, I, put it, <laughs> I put it on my foot. And I stand up. And I still have the ghost on the right foot. And the Glycerin on the left. And I swear to you, it was like I never wore a shoe in my life. I never felt anything like this. I felt like I was walking on a cloud of air. It, was, it felt like there were springs or it was bouncy. It was weird. And I felt like I was being propelled forward, forward by the shoe. Like there were springs in the shoe. And every step I took forward, it was like the shoe was pushing me just a little bit. Just like this little spring, you know? It was so weird. And I said, I really like this. What is this experience? You know, I'm thinking in my head. Because I'm the guy who never spent over $50 on a pair of shoes. Unless, what I mean, we're talking about last time I spent over $100 in shoes, it was, I was in high school when I was uh, young and stupid. But <laughs> I come to figure out that I, I must be old and stupid too because... Uh, $50 for a pair of shoes is just as stupid as what I paid for shoes in high school, especially when it's needed for activity, like going for four or five mile walks. But I just couldn't ignore it. The glycerin shoe was just incredible. So I, I take a look. I'm scared because I never felt this feeling before, right? So that tells me this must be some shoe, okay? And sure enough... Now, keep in mind, I still had the ghost, the nine wide, nine and a half wide ghost on the right shoe, on the right foot. And so I go to look at the price of this glycerin. So the ghost was $129.99. 
and the glycerin was one forty nine ninety nine, <laughs> and I don't know that I ever spent this much on sneakers before in my life. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. This is crazy. But I could not ignore how good it felt to have that glycerin shoe on my foot. I can't ignore it. And not only can I ignore it, part of me wants to buy another pair because I don't have, now that I've put, because, okay, so I have the shoes I walk in, okay? And then when I go to like Walmart or whatever, I have these Skechers that I wear and they're all white with white laces, you know, and I go crazy trying to keep them white, perfectly white all the time. And I only wear them for, you know, going out to the store, coming back. But having worn, I went to the store in those shoes. Now having worn the glycerin shoe for five, 10 minutes and then stick my foot back in the Skecher. I said, oh my God, my foot hurts. <laughs> I'm going, did my foot always hurt like this? Or is it just because I put it in the glycerin and realized what non-painful shoe wearing feels like? <laughs> and it made me realize how crunched my toes fell in the Skechers. And I said, what the heck is this? And for the, you know, for the first time, I'm realizing really the importance of the word toe box when purchasing a shoe. Because it felt like, you could spread your toes out in this shoe. I mean, that's how crazy it is. It's so insane. So I said, you know what? <laughs> I just have to do it. I have to buy it. And not only am I absolutely over the moon happy with them, I'm a, I want to buy another pair so that when I go out to Walmart and everything else, I'm not wearing the shoes that I'm going walking in. I'm wearing a different pair. If they, if they make glycerins that are all white, there, I mean, we're, we're in the business here, you know, and that way I could still have the same look for when I'm going out to whatever store, but it was insane. And I spent the 150 and I'm so happy I did it. And I just, I, I'll never, I'm not making any money from this, by the way, <laughs> Brooks, you know, congratulations. I'm giving you a free 15 minute infomercial right now. <laughs> and, uh, it, I don't know it was just insane insane and I've worn them every day since and they are like beautiful little gloves perfectly made for your feet (laughs) and the amount of toe room and all that stuff it was just the perfect shoe and worth every cent that I paid for them (laughs) having said all that I uh I had an NSV on top of that this weekend non-scale victory that I wanted to tell you guys about. So in July 2020, I had for the first time, you know, we were at Walmart or whatever, and I realized that all of my shirts were enormous. So I said, okay, I don't want to spend tremendous amounts of money on shirts because I still have plenty of weight to lose. So we went to Walmart. And so the shirts I was getting rid of were all 4X, you know, like polo style shirts. They were all 4X. Okay, so I wasn't sure what size I was. We took a guess and we bought 2X and I was so self-conscious. I put it on and it was real snug, but it was a good fit. And really, in reality, it was just a shirt that fit. It wasn't a shirt that was too tight. It was a shirt that fit properly. It wasn't baggy, nothing. And just because it fit properly, I was insecure. But I bought them 
And I bought, you know, and because of how I think, when I find a shirt that I like, I buy every color it comes in in my size. And then I'm done. <laughs> I like the, this polo shirt. Okay, eight different colors. Wrap them up. Size 2X. So that's what I did in July. Or I'm sorry, June. And here we are, March. So I happen to be at Walmart on Saturday or Sunday. Saturday or Sunday, one of the two. And uh, decided that I was going to go back to that area and I would purposely buy extra large of one of the colors of this shirt that I bought and then just keep it in my closet and keep trying it on because no way in my mind did I think extra I was anywhere near extra large. Okay, but I did notice that since I purchased the 2X shirts in, in June, I had some of them were plenty of room and some of them not so plenty. So you obviously, you know, everything's cut a little bit different. So I wasn't sure where I was. So I bought the extra large. And I, you know, got some bright colors and whatever else. I come home and I decide I'm going to try it on just to see where I'm at. Just to get a ballpark. I put it on and not only did it fit. I mean, it fit with the same, uh, a shirt that fit the same time. The same feeling I got when I put the 2X on, I got when I put the extra large on. And it was like the whole world just stopped in my mind. And I said, oh my God, I just put an extra large shirt on. How I, I, Two years ago, I was um, 4 or 5X, depending on the shirt. At my biggest, I was 6X. But I was, I was 4 or 5X. And now, not only am I not 2X, I'm in an extra large. Now, could I walk into Macy's and wear an extra large? Who knows? Who knows? I don't, I don't labor any, under any delusions that I'll be able to do that. It would be nice if I could, trust me. Because I don't know that I ever walked into a normal department store. I mean, it's been years. Years and years since I've been able to shop in a normal department store. And it, it, the feeling is incredible. Incredible. And I had posted it on Connect. I posted it on Facebook. In nine months, going from 2X to extra large. And I did a side-by-side. Same type of shirt, same company, same brand. Just different color and different size. And it looked good. I can't, I can't deny it. it didn't look good. That's for sure. I cannot. I got to say I was a little self-conscious because of how slim-fitting the shirt is. But, you know, at some point you just got to say, you know what? Forget about it. We're going to do it. You got you to, gotta, if you're not going to be willing to let go of the insecurities, no one's going to do it for you. You're, whatever insecurities you hold on to as you go through this process are the insecurities that are going to be like Reno-style flashing lights. This is my insecurity. And it's going to be flashing over your head and everybody's going to know that it's your insecurity. So how do you let it go? You just do what's uncomfortable. That's how you let it go. You do what's uncomfortable and... There's nothing like it. Absolutely nothing like it. You know, this ideology of being uncomfortable, it doesn't just apply to this choice of 
wearing a shirt that makes you uncomfortable. It applies to anything that seems difficult. You've been on this road countless times. And some of us, when, the, when things get tough, we keep pushing. A lot of us, when things get tough, we cry, scream, and kick, uh, have a tantrum. And maybe we get through it and keep going. And maybe we quit. It is at these moments that your journey is speaking to you. Your journey is telling you it is time to become uncomfortable. You've done a good job so far. I like what you've done. You've made some great changes. It is no longer enough to keep riding this wave. Do you want to come with me? Do you want to take it to the next level? If you do, we have to be uncomfortable again. I know you don't like it. Nobody likes it. So what? It's time to be uncomfortable doing the things you don't like to do. Because whatever you're doing was good enough to get you to this point. But it's not good enough to get you to the next. And if you're really serious about what you're trying to do... Now is the time to become uncomfortable. Now is the time to do the thing you don't think you can do. Whatever it is. Could be as simple as getting on an exercise machine that you've never been on before. Whatever it is, get on that thing. Do that thing that you're supposed to do and get to the next level of your journey so that you can grow. Not just your body that grows, it's your mind that grows. Do what needs to be done and you will achieve the success you long to achieve. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.